welcome, welcome, welcome. Welcome, welcome. 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 We are live. Oh. It is Fret Talk slash Peabod versus Peabod, whatever we're calling it these days. It's your standard shtick, which is usually on a Sunday, but now on a Saturday. Um, on Saturday. So today we are clearly joined by Mr. Lee Padabadabadum. Say hi, Lee. Hi, Lee. Hi, Lee. Uh, we are joined by myself, Mr. Budget Battle Chap, and that is it this week. Uh, we are Sans Will, Sans Matt. Um, Matt is gigging, so you can't blame a man for gigging. Um, Matt, is, uh, Matt is playing with his new toy. He is indeed, yes. Yeah, so he's, um, he's he's been plastering it all over his uh, all over his Instagram and, and all that jazz. He's received. The uh, the Les Paul hasn't he? Yes, I've just realised mm-hmm. I'm listening through my speakers and not through my headphones, and I should be doing that. What a num- what a numpty! Um, whilst you're doing that, uh, I'd like to uh, to apologise to our our dear viewers slash listeners. Um, hey, <laughs> we um, usually we do it on a Saturday. Uh, we've had to, uh, sorry, usually we do it on a Sunday. We've had to change it this week because one of us. And I'm not naming any names or pointing any fingers. Um, one of us is going to see the darkness tomorrow, which again is a pretty awesome reason to miss a live stream. Um, so, yeah, so we're doing it today. Uh, I, I hope you'll uh, you'll understand with that one. Um, should we say should we say hi to the people joining in? And let, let's 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 get the people in the comments really involved this week because we we neglected them a little, little bit last time, didn't we? Never so, neglect the comments. Uh, let's say hi to Buat Buatquait. <laughs> to who? Sorry, say that again. Buatquait. Buatquait. Buatquait or Mister Tater. Tater effects. Tater effects. Uh, Andy Bimson. Son, son, son. Uh, uh, Max John Gibbons. Hello, sir. Bonjour. Um, lost sound on the left screen. Hey, Speak. Hello. Ah. Hello. Fuck. We don't have sound for you. Okay. Uh-huh. Right. As you talking away there. Right. On okay. The... Let, let's sort this out. <laughs> um... <laughs> on the, uh, on the, the playback on the podcast, this will... This will completely be fine. There'll be absolutely no no sound issues, but for the live stream, <gasps> we are missing sound. Think I've got you now. Well, hey, can you hear me? Guys, can you hear him? Just nod if you can hear me. Well, no, no, I don't know, because I can't see your comment, please. <laughs> I mean, that's I mean, that's the like the millennial version of the, uh, the song lyric, isn't it, I suppose? <laughs> yeah. Just give a like if you can hear me. <laughs> I was watching a, uh, a a bit of strange YouTube this morning uh, because my son, who was an absolute douchebag, woke up at half five in the morning, started playing with his toys, which woke me up, and then immediately regretted the decision and went back to sleep. Of course, old daddy over here was wide awake at that point. So... <laughs> I uh, I went on a little YouTube journey and I was watching this uh, this YouTube channel 
uh, where it's essentially this uh, singing, uh, singing coach or singing teacher uh, reacting to um, to certain performances, and there was um, comfortably numb on there. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> so someone's been fucking about with my mixer, probably me, but the reverb and delay was turned up. So everyone's saying that you sound like you're on the moon. And everyone's going, what, what's going on? Hello. And, then Stu, and then Stu just put, has he always had a Brummy accent? <laughs> <laughs> You've turned up the turned up the Brummy fader. <laughs> yeah, sorry. That just tickled me. Um, you were saying uh, this, uh, this guy started doing comfortably, comfortably numb. But yeah, so it's it's a it's a woman. It's called it's a channel called Beth, uh, Beth Rocks or something like that. No, uh, she does not. And she's uh, she's a, a vocal teacher, and she she uh, basically reacts to um, to videos that are uh, suggested on a on a Instagram and YouTube and all this jazz. Um, and she did one for Comfortably Numb. Um, and she was talking about the different styles between uh, between Roger Waters. And uh, Dave Gilmore. And Dave Gilmore's actually still got a pretty decent voice. Yeah. Yeah, well, what do you, do you think about it? He, he trains, doesn't he? He looks after himself and uh, trains his voice and these sort of things. A lot of people just go to Rack and Ruin. But mind you, you know, some of, the, some of the people who you'd think really, really do work really, really hard at it, their voices have changed dramatically. You listen to Bruce Bruce Dickinson. You know, you listen to the last album versus like the first album he was on, uh, and it's, I, I know it's pretty obvious because it's you know you're talking about forty years difference, but yeah, it, you you don't want them to change, do you? It's like Rob Halford, you don't want them not to be able to hit those high notes. Yeah, and it's it, it's often that case, isn't it? The 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 real uh, vocal acrobatics, um, they they suffer over time. I mean, people like. Robert Plant it, after pretty much after the fourth album was shot um, and I, I think like, Robert Plant's still got a wonderful voice I, I really like, um, the new, like the stuff he's bringing out I, I, from what I hear about him I like him as a person because he supports loads of local music and he'll apparently uh, people around Kidderminster just see him just turn up to a pub like of just random gigs and just we'll just be there and supporting people Absolutely love that about him. His voice hasn't been the same since one of the late seventies. Um, well, no, no. I think that's partially due to what we're talking about, though. You know, they started in the sixties and couldn't uh, really hit it in the nine. Is when um, yeah, but they, I mean they so, they uh, with the new Yardbirds before that doing uh, doing stuff in sixty eight, I think. Yeah. So yeah, as Stu's just said, Dave Gilmore can sing, Roger Roger can't, but but Roger Waters is the sound of Pink Floyd. You know, he is even back to like the Sid, Sid Barrett stuff before Dave Gilmore even came along. And I love the Sid Barrett stuff, it's really, really great stuff, you know. Sitting here Emily playing stuff like it is, isn't it? Yeah, um it's it's just really good stuff. Properly off your tits stuff, but <laughs> it, it is good stuff. Um, yeah. Okay, right. Yes. So, um, what have you been up to, man? <laughs> yeah, <I'm, laughs> you, you snuck in there, quick. So, <laughs> I did, didn't I? Um, this week, uh, let's let's go back to Friday. I released a video uh, on my No Talk or Tone series uh, of the Joyo Maximum. 
Uh-huh. And this is a, a pedal that both of us have tried, isn't it, Lee? I should say so. Which uh, one is it? <laughs> the, uh, the the full-tone, full-drive um, right. inspired... The elongated one with the inspi- two switches. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. The boost and the... Uh, essentially, it's like a kind of blues drivery, a, a little bit transparent side, and then you've got the boost, the MOSFET boost. Um I thought it came out really well. I, th- I thought the uh, the sounds of that were pretty good. I was uh, I was impressed. Yeah, what what are you running it through? Because um, I've never been a big fan of any of the full tone stuff I've played. It's not saying it's bad. It's just it's never um, tickled my fancy, as it were. It's never been right up my sort of street. But um, what what were you playing it through? Uh, it was through my silent rig. So I've got. Uh, a Fender-ish preamp, and a uh, I think in fact I might have been running it through the Black Star for that one. I, I, sometimes I'll run it through the the preamp, or sometimes I'll run it through uh, through the Black Star and out the emulated out into and the. And you've desk. got one of sorry, you've got one of their low wattage valve amps, haven't you? Yeah, I've got an HC five, mm. um, which. Is is fantastic as uh, as a clean platform and as as a kind of driven thing as well, um, but the the emulated out in in that it sounds a bit sterile. So I run it through some impulse responses as well, um, yeah. and add a touch, just the tiniest bit of reverb to emulate the sound of a room. Otherwise, it sounds too flat again. Um, and I've been getting some really good results with that. Um, but it's it's a pedal which is right up my street, which is kind of low to mid gain uh, very touch responsive and I found no, that's really cool. I've really been favouring that kind of drive sound uh, recently and it's been highlighting the fact that I need to brush up on my technique <laughs> why don't you keep hold of that one then man I shall do I shall do uh, I think the next uh, next in the series is probably going to be because I've been I've been trying this one as well and this is this is a bit tasty. Uh, oh, I like that a lot. So uh, yeah, there's a bit a bit blurry on the screen uh, for the listeners as well. That's the XV1, which is the um, yeah, it's an octave style, isn't it? So it's yeah. So the thing that makes it a, a bit different uh, from normal octave pedal because you usually got a sub and a an upper with these kind of uh, digital octave sounds. Uh, but it's also got a mod control, which I found really, really good. Because adding just that little bit of movement in the uh, in the signal. Our friend Sean Mack is asking for a link to the pedal demo. What I'll do is, rather than, rather than give people links to lure them away from our lovely tones of, and uh, sexy faces, we'll chuck one in at the end. Yeah, I mean... Alternatively, if you follow follow me on uh, Instagram and, and YouTube, you'll get the links to uh, to the no talk or tone stuff every week. So, oh, and we'll share them up on Pedalboard to Dima and Fret Talk and these sort of things as well. Um, oh, I so wish I brought a drink in with me. I was so rushing around earlier that I didn't bring a drink. <laughs> oh, I'm so thirsty right now. I might leave you in a second and go and get a, a drink of just, water. Mm, oh, <laughs> mm. delicious. You. <laughs> that I right. am. <laughs> uh, have you done anything else interesting? Um, yes, yes, I have. Checking the uh, 
checking <laughs> checking my list. So I've done Joe Maximum. Um, also, Stu just commented on your black star. He said a load of people that weren't good enough to stay at Marshall. Well, considering that Marshall haven't been putting out shit all recently, other than like a few copies of older stuff. That, those rehashes, that the smaller rehashes of like the JCM eight hundred, that are really cool. But where's their new flagship? You know, the JVM's been out there for ages and ages. What's going on? You know, Origin. Uh, what was oh, the one yeah, after okay, the Origin as well? It's all low end stuff. It's it's not nothing spectacular you know nothing that's going to make you go oh i really need that you know they had the uh before that i think it was at the same time as the origin as well they had the antoria series antaria antoria no that's uh, two <laughs> no that's antaria <laughs> uh, yeah so the, the antoria was the high higher end um hand wired stuff um they've got the, the origin but then they've also got what was the the most recent one uh, the oh fuck, is it like the studio or something like that? No, I think I think it was the mini versions, like the uh, eight hundred and the uh, plexis and stuff like that. But, I what, think like so. They, they they did those years ago, didn't they? The, no, no, they came out this year. They did they? Oh, well, no. yeah, yeah, they're cool. You know, <laughs> I, I, you know, Phil Steer bought one, I think. Um, but yeah, okay, yeah, they're they're um. They're pretty cool. I, I wouldn't mind one, but um, I've actually been thinking about chopping in my amps and getting something a little bit better. <laughs> mm. no, you're currently rocking, was it uh, an Ibanez uh, Tube Screamer head? Uh, TSA 15H. Yeah. And you're doing the JC, JCM. Is it the 800 or the not? Oh, 2000. Yeah, it's the DSL. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I like them, but um, it's just a little bit. I've been, I've been working with some really decent metal guitarists recently, and I've, uh, I've had the opportunity when I went to Germany to play some really, really, really great amps. And I'm coming back to mine. I loved these amps beforehand, but now I've been a bit sport with what I've played. I'm like, hmm. Try to get something yeah, a bit you've, better. You've seen the, seen the grass on the other side, and you're thinking, well. Yeah, but I really like Marshall as well. And I don't know if I really like it because of the name Marshall, because I wanted the Les Paul Marshall thing. Um, yeah, it's that that iconic duo, isn't it? It's, mm, it does it's sound thing, good. It's the thing that like non-guitarists would be able to tell you, oh, yeah, Les Paul and a Marshall. What I think might, might be the case is my studio's still an absolute tip because this sofa still hasn't been picked up. I'm going to burn the bloody thing soon. <laughs> and uh, it means that my Tuba 12 is out of commission at the moment. So I've got my 4 12 on, uh, running my Marshall through the 4 12, and it just sounds so much woollier because I've, been, I've been running the Marshall through the Tuba 12. Yeah. Um, and it just doesn't sound as good anymore. Ah. Hmm. And what speakers are in the, uh, the 4 12 then? Oh, I don't know. There's some Celestians of, of some sort. Yeah. It's a nice cab. It's the um, this nineteen uh, sixty. Is it? Yeah, I think it is uh, AX. I think it is the AX nineteen sixty. I wouldn't be able to tell you what the uh, what the speakers are in that, but sure, they're Celestians. Yeah, yeah, yeah but it depends what Celestian as well, because uh, yeah, I, I don't know which one's in uh, in particular. Yeah, I had some uh, mm. some G 
uh, G12Hs in my in my 212 and they almost exclusively sounded woolly and just mm. undefined. Um, yeah, maybe I should. Sp- I've got some contacts over Jensen. Maybe I should speak to them and see about like uh, upgrading my speakers. Yeah, yeah. Check check what's in them. Um, so mm. I like I say the uh, the maximum uh, pedal demo has has released, but also um, I've, I've finally figured out how to use the premium feature. Uh, sorry, the premiere feature on uh, on YouTube uh, now as well. So you'll also see on my channel that it's got a premiere for uh, a, a pedal that Mr. Stuart Tate used to make. So, uh, Which one? He, so he, he used to make a, a, a certain... Not the power amps distortion. Pe- yeah, the power amp distortion. Yeah, power oh, amp distortion. That's cool. Uh, which is based around a kind of stoner uh, doom machine. It's like it's yeah it's 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 um it's a sun isn't it it's based yeah. on a sun amp um it's like the acapello gold sort of thing acapulco acapulco acapella acapella <laughs> 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 um, yeah so that's that's pretty awesome um because it's a one knob pedal as well I I I end up really getting into it getting like some nasty riffs out of it. But then I'll run it into a, a driven preamp as well. Uh, mm. And it then gets really like gnarly and gated and it's absolutely crazy. Yeah, that's cool, yeah. I, I really like the sound of the sun amps. Yeah. yeah. You, you have to run them loud, don't you? Uh, but um, yeah. So, <laughs> we're keeping you up, Lee. Oh, mate. <laughs> I've not done anything today either. I've just been looking after the kids and playing Grand Theft Auto. <laughs> whilst looking after the kids well when we when my daughter that was old enough to understand went to see Frozen 2 uh, and my one year old was running around then I put it on because my one year old doesn't know what's going on stop coughing stop coughing stop coughing <laughs> take that you bastard uh, hello Matty Knight how you doing man uh, um, Matt, Matt Knight Wee! Say hi, Matt. He never does. Wrong, Matt. <laughs> Wrong, Matt. Yeah. Uh, um, so, what else have I done this week? Um, I don't know. Uh, oh, yeah. I've got. I received a parcel today. Actually, um, I'd like. Is this, to... is this related to? Um, like, is this an advent calendar or something that you've received through the post? It is not. No. Uh, okay. And it's it's becoming. I mean, it's what, the thirtieth today, so. Not long before Christmas, before Advent calendar. Yeah, I mean, the the moment December hits, I'm okay with getting into the Christmas spirit. But it's not December yet, so let's hush that nonsense. Um, so I uh, <laughs> probably about a month or so back, I I sent a pedal off to uh, Simon over at JSA. Um, hello. I said, all right. All right. <laughs> Hello. Hello. All right. How you doing? Um, so I sent a pedal over to, to Simon. Um, it was uh, a Boss OD3 uh, because he was curious. He'd never tried one and he'd heard really good things about it. So I said, yeah, cool. I'll send you one over. Um, and then when he when he got it, he was like, oh, it's really cool. Um, but there's things that change about it. So I said, yeah, feel free. Mod it. Do what you want. Uh, so he 
he changed some subtle subtle little bits and the pedal has come back now uh, and it is fantastic absolutely do you know what he's done to it? what sorry? do you know what he's done to it? Uh, I, I have got the details somewhere but I don't I, I haven't got them to hand um, I'm sure he'll uh, he'll let me know but he, it was only kind of like very very subtle stuff he was just kind of adjusting the uh, the tone sweep uh, and and maybe something to do with the gang, gang stacking a little bit but it weren't it weren't vast differences um, but it's just made everything so so smooth and responsive and it's just he's, he's using his magic magic tone wizard dust uh, and, and it's now That's cool. it's just it's crazy. It's just this. Uh, well, I'm going to have to have a word and get some of these pedals over to check check them out because I've not tried them. Yeah, um, I mean, I've I've got a few I can send to you. Um, yeah, cool. That sounds good. Yeah, I'd like to try them. Yeah, they are they are absolutely cool, uh, and they really don't break the bank as well. He's he's uh, he doesn't charge a, a great deal for them. Um, he Do also. You, uh, uh, sorry? sorry, he also sent through um, a modded uh, K-Line Pure Sky as well, which is based around the Timmy. Oh, okay. Uh, uh, but again, with his subtle changes in it. And I, I tried that a, a, like a little bit before I tried the uh, the OD3. And it's shaping up to be pretty cool. So, I mean, those are potential uh, for uh, No Talk All Tones coming up as well. You Brilliant. might get to see them again. Cool. How about yourself, Lee? What have you been up to this week? Well, I have... Uh, yesterday, I discovered that I have a vintage pedal collection. You have a... Uh, <laughs> go ahead. So, walk us through this uh, this thought process, Lee. Go so, on. I was trying to uh, raise a little bit of cash because... Um, Despite Will cl- uh, claiming he wasn't going to sell his ESA, <laughs> he is selling his ESA, and he's sending it to me. So um, I needed to raise a bit of cash for it. So I was I was going to do like a part cash, part um, uh, pedal sort of uh, trade with him yeah. and showed him a picture of a few pedals I've got. And he said, oh, that, that, that SD1, um I might be interested in that. And I was thinking, oh, okay, well, yeah, 30 quid for an SD1. Turned it over. Uh, it happened to be a made in Japan one. I thought, oh, okay, okay, okay. <laughs> so I started pulling it apart and looking at it, checking the serial numbers. It's only a 1983 with the, the fancy uh, chip in it. Four double five eight chip, I think it is. So this is rare. You know, it's really, it's not that rare, but it's, it's, it's rarer than like yeah, yeah. Other, others. Um, but yeah, it's it's worth a worth a bit, and um, I've been wanting to start a vintage pedal collection for a while. Did did approach a couple of people about selling it, but um, I managed to sell my um, my Sienna Burst Mexican Strat, which um, I, did, I I googled that, and some guy had sold one of them exactly the same as mine for a grand. Shit, Mex- yeah, no, because it's a special edition. It's yeah. basically all all American get up on it. It's basically an American strap that they've put together over in Mexico. Yeah. Uh, I always knew it was a bit like that, but I didn't realise it was quite like that until I um, did more research on it that yesterday. Um, 
but yeah, I've managed to sell that instead. But I've got me SD1, I've got a TS10, I've got this, um, this is a G10, Ibanez G10, which yeah, is yeah. based the same on the, for the, yeah, for the list. series, yeah. Yeah, so the 10 series for the listener is the pedal is slightly offset, and when you pull out a little bit on the side, and the that pops open, then when you click it down, it goes like that. Yeah, um, it's... It's the um, the TS10 is the one that um, John Mayer and um, Steve Ray Vaughan were raving about, isn't it? No, Steve Ray Vaughan was the 808, weren't it? I thought he, I thought he had TS10s as well. But it might have. I, do you know what? You could write what I know about Steve Ray Vaughan on the back of a bloody matchstick. So I know people <laughs> say matchbox, but I mean matchstick. <laughs> so uh, yeah, I'm not going to argue with anyone about that. Um, so yeah, I've got that, and I've also got this chorus Aria chorus um, ACH one, which I didn't realise was a J- Japanese one. Um, oh, nice. So yeah, that, that's Japanese, um, and I've wanted to start like a a. a I've, oh yeah, I've also got my CET, which is I think a nineteen eighty four one as well. Oh, nice. But I'm going to get another one of these, and the reason for that is I love this, and I did get it. <laughs> Can't you so, get the? Don't, don't they do a CETW? Or is it? Yeah, I've tried it. Not as good. It's not, but that's probably because this one's a modded one. Can you see on the back here? It says uh, Monty Alum's modding, modded. Okay. So um, it, this probably doesn't sound quite like other CETs do. So uh, it's not that their CET isn't like a CET. So mine yeah. isn't. It, uh, that sounds more like a C1 to be honest um, but yeah, I love that thing it's my favourite chorus even though I've got the DC2W but on my new board when I put my new board not new board but when I set my board up with the ES8 yeah. I'm going to have I'm going to both from on there sweet you yeah. have so you've 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 done the ES8 this way you've you've uh, you've sold a guitar vintage yes. guitars no, no. Oh, was it vintage pedals that you were talking about? Yeah, yeah. So my plan will be: um, I'm going to take my um, Alder and Ash pedal board over to Richard uh, Alder and Ash, and we're going to do a little bit of work on it in order to make it so the um, the Velcro bit pops up. So that's going to be on hinges, and we're going to have a cutout in it for the ES8, so the back of the ES8 automatically goes underneath, and it's it's satin, not yeah. satin, but satin to the um, seated, sunk, sunken, yeah, yeah into the um, pedal board, so it doesn't stick out. So it'll be nice and flush. Um, yeah, we're going to do it like that, and it'll be nice. And I might even have. Um, a specialised little pop-up bit that pops up independently. I'm not sure, but we'll, we'll um, yeah, we're going to have a look at that and see what we can do, make it a little bit special. So that that's the next plan. So I get the thing from Will, and then I've got to work out how to do MIDI for things like my Maris Enzo and the 200 series pedals and my ES and my DD500. Um, so the EQ will be going on there as well. Uh, yes. Nine so, options as well. Yeah, exactly. I wonder if those nine options are MIDI switchable between them as well. Possibly. Oh, Sean Max just said he was looking at a Binson Echo Rec 2 today for three and a half thousand dollars. 
I mean, if you've got if you've got the cash and you were you you're considering it, then who am I to say no? Well, now I'm, since I mentioned Sean, uh, do you want to talk about the giveaway and we'll get that done? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so Sean Mack is um, is working with Pedalboard to Doom and his own company, Sugary, um, uh, and he's going to be bringing us uh, giveaways. Um, to pro- it's a way of promoting his own company and his own uh, YouTube channel and these sort of things, and it's a great way of bringing giveaways to Pedalboard to Doom. So we love a good giveaway, don't we? We we do. We love a good giveaway. <laughs> Sean's just said that's going to be hard to hide from his wife. I should say <laughs> so. Get get um get have a look at the new um what's that new Valve? Uh, is it a bin? No, Binson. Binson is the original. Um, ah, is Not it claim, Echo mate. Six? I think there's a... Oh, I can't remember. So many pedals. How can I remember all of them? <laughs> <laughs> no, no. Um, so, yeah, that's... Um, have, have a look at that. But, uh, right, so we're going to talk about this. Now, what we've got is in this giveaway, we're going to try and do it a little bit quick because some of it's going to be um, image only and that's no good for the podcast listeners. So we want to yeah, yeah. try and keep it... What we're going to do is talk about this one very quickly, do the giveaway, announce the next one, and then move on. Does that sound, sound good? Yeah, okay. yeah, carry on. You you uh, carry on with it. Okay, so the first part of this one is, what do we have? Um, we have, I'm going to have to go like this and open up Facebook again mm. so I can see my messages this and then look at what Sean has great sent. radio, this fucking great <laughs> radio. Don't get better this. Okay, so... In the giveaway that Sean mm-hmm. has announced and we shared up and these sort of things, we've got two Earthquaker devices plumes to give away. One is everyone who enters gets given a number or gets yeah. a number associated to them. So it's gets, gets assigned a number. Yeah, yeah, cool. Exactly. And there's 131. So we've assigned that in. And in a minute, I'm going to show up on the screen a random number generator and we're going to choose someone, <clears throat> a number, and Sean will tell us who that is. The second winner is the Yo. person who gives the best comment. Oh, did you hear me burp? <laughs> no, well, <laughs> well, if you didn't, I didn't. Just to clarify, yeah. I did. Okay. It will probably picked up on your mic. I'll. Uh... I'll make it a, a feature in the uh, the podcast. Okay, so let let's just say the um, the person who gave the best comment was creep so creep show sixty nine. I bet that was you, weren't it? Uh, I mean, I I did I I'd, uh, signed up to multiple different accounts just to just to enter this. It, mainly because and, the the and, amount of and, flack that I got for the um, the news video that we did about the the plumes going, oh, why don't you just play one? <laughs> yeah. Right, I'm going to do this. Uh, I've got the comment here from um, uh, Creepshow69. Shall I read it out in the appropriate voice for Creepshow69? You can do. I believe he's uh, he's Scandinavian. So carry on, Lee. You're really oh. good at accents, I've heard. I've heard. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I think Creepshow69 sounds like, I love effects pedals. I love free effects pedals. I've read lots of great things about the plumes, and I've seen some really cool videos. 
EQD pedals are amazing. Sadly, they're too pricey for me here in Canada. You're awesome. <laughs> Subscribed and liked. Really liked. So, <laughs> so, so halfway through, you realise that he's Canadian. <laughs> I, I just yeah. added in the one, the one stereotypical thing I know about uh, <laughs> Canadians. <laughs> um, yeah, that's so. Um, oh, we're getting loads and loads and loads of likes suddenly. I don't know why. Um, so uh, yeah, um, that was uh, well done to Creep Show sixty nine. Otherwise, yep. I'm only Stuart Tate. And <laughs> <laughs> And what we're going to do now is let me just go into studio mode, make sure that this is ready to go. Yes, it is. Right. So we're going to run this quickly and we're going to choose run a roll. So just to show people that this is working, start, stop, start, stop, start, stop. Okay. So the next one we're going to go, and that's going to be the, the right one. So we're going to go. Number 70. Wee! Number 70. So we'll just wait for Sean, because uh, there's a lag on between what we say and what the um, and the, and the reply is coming back to us. So number 70. Let's just I mean, you should, have, you should have done it in a bingo, bingo calling style. One, Seven, uh, zero, 70. One thin lady and a, and a ball, 70. One uh, knobbly knees... 23 oh, number 70 this is once again this this fast paced um segment here is uh absolutely quality podcast material um just in case sean's gone off for uh to the little boys room or something like that we'll leave it with him and we'll go back to like when he yeah, comes we'll come in it, and yeah. we'll we'll shout that out rather than waiting around for it indeed uh, oh, do you know so we've got an I didn't, the, uh, I didn't transition the. I didn't transition the, the um, thing, so I was doing the. Uh, I was making a big song and dance, and it start, stop, start, stop thing, and um, but yeah, so on and so what? forth. So I've transitioned that now, and now people can see. It. Yeah, I just wanted to make sure people knew it was legit. Ah, uh, let's go back to that. Right. So, I don't. I don't think we've got the uh, the wherewithal to to forge one of these. I think we're. <laughs> <laughs> we're struggling struggling enough to do it legitimately let alone try and fake it it's funny because it's true <laughs> oh okay uh, he's just told us uh, congratulations to Bew Osland Bew Osland B-E-A-U so is that pronounced Bew 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 Bo 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 Selector and um, <laughs> yeah, Bo Bo Osland. Uh, congratulations! Woo! News. We've got some real plumage going on today. Some plumage. Yep. Yeah, let's do the news, man. Let's do the news. Have you not got? Didn't you not say that we we're going to announce the next giveaway? Oh shit! Sure, yeah. Uh, next giveaway. Next giveaway <laughs> is. Um. Next giveaway is. It was really cool, actually. It was. It's an analog man peppermint oh, uh, fuzz, and a signed book of Mike uh, Mike, Mike analog Matthews. mics. Uh, no, oh, analog, 
<laughs> yeah. Um, book Analog Man's Guide to Vintage Effects. Ah, so, nice. a signed copy of Mike Matthews' book Analog Man's Guide to Vintage <laughs> Effects. <laughs> I thought if anyone's got a book, it's got to be Mike Matthews because he's got stories, man. He's got stories and half, hasn't he? Yeah, but I feel like there's stories that will come out maybe after he's gone. <laughs> <laughs> but no, it's, uh, yeah. Well, that's really cool. Thank you, Sean. Thank you for joining in with us, man. Indeed. And, um, right. And yeah, well done to those uh, those gentlemen who have won the, won the pedals. And of course, let us know how you get on with them because I'm I'm very interested in the plumes. I'm very interested. Have a go on the um, the Tonepedia plumes. Have you played it? The, the oh no, I haven't. No, I, I need to check that out because uh, I've seen the the, uh, the Earthquaker demos and they they did it through uh, guitar, bass, and synth as well, which was really cool. Um, but yeah, yeah I think. Um, Think I'll have a go go at that after I've uh, after I've finished the stream. Uh, we've got some <sighs> news, haven't we? We got we've some got news. Loads of news. Let's get on Lo- with it. Loads of news. Right, what so hit first. So my uh, my way of organising the news this week was to to think of the most ridiculous news and then work our way forward through that. I um, grew a new pubic hair. So <laughs> this this week, I mean, it's it's not far off. We're talking about swingers. Oh, good. Yeah. Okay. Right. Let's put that uh, in there. So uh, not not the uh, the Great British pastime, but the uh, the, <laughs> the, say the Great British Bake Off. Then. <laughs> <laughs> do you ever watch that? Uh, yeah, I do. I'm a I'm you, avid fan. Can you imagine them being swingers? <laughs> I would rather not. No. I don't want to see Paul's Hollywood at all. Um, so Fender Fender Swigger, which is uh, a guitar from 1969. Um, there weren't many of them made. Uh, they were essentially like a, the original parts caster, weren't they? So there were um, bits bits of guitar that were left over uh, and told if, to. If guitars uh, were edible, and I left this around my toddler, this is what it would look like. Uh, yeah, a little bit, yeah. So, it's essentially what it is, is like a, a Mustang body shape, um, but with the the top horn angled a little bit, and then uh, almost like a bite mark taken out of the, the arse of it. I uh, suppose it is a bit, yeah. When you kind of like put your thumb over like the, the horn and, and where the bite out of it, you can see where it would be a Mustang, yeah. I mean, not but only it, that, it's got like the, um, um, the uh, bass sort of um, get up for the um, for the controls, there, hasn't it? Are you alright, mate? Yeah. You're dying. Uh, not as bad as I was last time. I think I got up to thirty-seven uh, last time, whereas I'm on I'm on seven at the moment. So well, at least you got a drink of water, you bastard. I mean, I had a, I had a drink and half of water last time, but I was <laughs> I was dying. Um, I seem to be getting slightly better. Um, However, uh, so yeah, it does have the, the jazz bass pickup um, control plate. Uh, it's got, they come in a two pickup and a single pickup version. Uh, and they come in black burgundy mist, which is essentially sparkly pink. Which is the one uh, that's on screen now. Is the one that's what, sorry? That's the one that's on screen now. 
Okay, cool. Just to clarify, um, Adam can't see what's on the screen. All he can see is my beautiful face. I know, which, I mean, you do have to feel sorry for me on these live streams. Um, (laughs) So we've got the black burgundy mist, which is the one that was, uh, one which was kind of displayed um, in the the press releases quite a lot. Uh, Dakota red, Olympic white and sonic blue. Um, yeah, I mean, there's there's not a great deal to say about them. Uh, they've got a, a bit of a weird headstock as well. They have. It looks a little bit like a harpoon, doesn't it? Yeah, they. I mean, they were re- referred to as the arrow headstock. The the bridge is a bit strange as well. So it mm. reminds me a little bit of a Dan Electro bridge, um, but it's got three uh, brass saddles rather than the six saddles. Looks like it's got a little grab bit on it as well. So, what what you've got on the bridge? It kind of like um, for, in order to have the uh, little brass saddle bits that look like they're off of a teddy um, coming out, you've got a bit that comes up and it, it goes like a ninety to ninety degrees and ninety degrees again, and then they've put it out so you can grab onto it, which almost looks like you can grab onto it and do some whammy tricks on it, but. You can't. No, the, the, the bolt, yeah, the bolted down. Like yeah. I said, the, the Dan Electro's a lot of that. Yeah. Um, did did I mean, they the, originally have like a, an ashtray cover? What, the... Um, These ones? Because uh, that's what I'd imagine would go over that. Oh, uh, yeah, I, I, I don't think they did, no. Um, but yeah, so these are, these are Jap-made, these ones. So they're a Japanese reissue essentially not just um, Japanese made I think they're Japanese um, only mm-hmm. so uh, it's almost pointless in us talking about them really <laughs> I mean so, some might find their way to the uh, to the UK and US markets how much are um, they <laughs> how much would you think one of these would go for God, I wouldn't give you 50 quid for it but um, uh, I'd imagine because they're uh, Probably about fifteen hundred quid. Uh, not too bad. Uh, so they're saying around a grand. Around a grand, yeah. Uh, uh, am I right in saying the single pickup one is neck only? Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's the right pickup. Well, yeah. isn't it? Yeah. You're about to It's the right pickup. <laughs> so yeah, that's it's it's a bit of an oddball. Um, I think I'm down with it. Not for the fact, not for the guitar itself. If it was, if it was commonplace, I'd, I'd absolutely hate it because there's a lot of it that just doesn't appeal to me. But the fact that it's, it's like a, a quirky, quirky shape, and it's, it's something quote unquote new. Um, I tell you what, if you were playing in like a '60s cover band, or you were like one of these '60s esque sort of like cool, um, trendy sort of bands, then this guitar would quite easily become your signature sort of uh, guitar because they're so rare yeah yeah and I think if I was going to play a show and someone rocked up with one of these or or someone else rocked up with I don't know like a really fancy uh, say like a a, one of the ultra tellies or ultra strats or whatever 10 times out of 10 I'd be walking over and looking at what the fuck that is over over the telly or the strat. Yeah. Yeah, I suppose so. I'd still rather have something that looked really cool that was actually really good. I don't think this is going to mm. be very good. 
Well, I mean, it might, it might be. If this has got, it doesn't look like it's going to be particularly powerful. It doesn't look like it's um, like it's going to be as powerful as a telly or something like that. But there's no reason it couldn't be because it's a fender with two pickups, which could just be as as powerful as a telly. If this kicked out telly sort of tones, then could be cool. I've got a funny feeling it doesn't. No, I think I think they're relatively jangly. Because I think the those weird covered um, single coils are, are quite uh, quite thin magnets. That's, a, that's um, a, a nice way of putting it. Yeah. So, what's our next on the old uh, on the old newsy news? You tell me, mate. We have got Joe Bonamassa has released another signature. Yay! So, I, I initially I I had that reaction. I thought. Joe Bonamassa has bought another signature Epiphone. That's uh, that's un, uh, unexpected. However, it looks like someone's thrown some paint on the fretboard, and it's it's kind of you know when someone says that their toast looks like they've got Jesus in it. <laughs> yes, yeah, yeah. So it's got so, like it's, it's got his signature down the fretboard, and it does actually look like someone has. Just um, if I say it in a polite way, it looks like they've just spilt some uh, paint, some white paint, a little bit of dribble of white paint <laughs> down the fretboard. Are you referring to to hand cranked white paint? It could well by, be, by any chance. Um, <laughs> sorry, this this is called the uh, the norm burst. Happy uh, Paul. I, I, uh, I, I want to come in quickly with Andrew Bimson said if it's got single coils throw it in the bin this is a man who recently got a single coil guitar and quite liked it isn't it aren't you Andrew aren't you admit it aren't you Ooh. you did you did we all know you sold us all you sent us pictures we know sorry <laughs> I mean, that's uh, I mean the fact that you've got a microphone and he all he's got is a keyboard um, yeah delete comment I think <laughs> Yeah, so uh, it's called it's called norm burst, uh, and that that burst is um, very yellow in the middle, and it goes off into a red. So it's a bit like the Sienna burst that I had on my Strat. If you've ever seen that, um, but the uh, flamed maple on the top as well is very straight. Um, rather than going off in angles, it's it's book matched. So the flame is very straight. Are you alive, mate? I am. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> When I've edited this podcast, you wouldn't wouldn't be able to tell a thing. Um, yeah, just to clarify, for... I'm not interrupting him. I'm filling in for him. That's it. Yeah. <laughs> um, so the norm burst is it, it's based uh, based on the fact that it's a guitar that um, Bonamassa bought from Norm's Rare Guitars. Oh, it's right. a 1960s uh, 1960s Les Paul. He says one of the cleanest examples that he's ever seen. Uh, it's a double A um, veneer. Uh, book matched top uh, in a like a cherry sunburst pretty much isn't it it's just a standard kind of cherry cherry sunburst um, so yeah. the accoutrements for it uh, are quite exciting 50s wiring uh, Mallory tone cap uh, Epi Pro bookers which are apparently uh, using the same parts as the USA um, Gibson burst bookers which are quite widely regarded as the Gibson sound. Um that's all all pretty cool. Uh and as you say, uh 699 for the standard version, so the standard uh trapezoid inlays or 799 for the the hand cranked Joe edition. <laughs> um, 
However, have you seen the headstock on this? No. So, the headstock is not your Epiphone headstock anymore. It's not your uh, clipped wings book, um, open book head, headstock. It's now, it's like a, a softer version of the, the uh, standard Gibson headstock. I will try and find a picture of the headstock and bring it over. If I can, uh, I want to see this. So it's 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 the first of the uh, the Epiphones that are now showing this this new direction for um, the Epi headstock because there was uh, there was some speculation that Epi were moving away from the clipped wing style, and this is suggesting that that is going to be the case. So it's potentially if these go well, uh, Epiphone will make the jump on the uh, on the standard lines. Okay. Have you, have you found anything yet? I have. I'm just um, resizing it, and I'll chuck it up. Um, so it's, what I'll do is I'll, I'll, I'll maximise it so we can just see the headstock. Yeah, it's um, not quite. A, it's not quite a Gibson headstock, and I'm not, I'm not saying that. Um, it's not that much of a departure, in in my opinion. It's it's not that much different. It's well, it's like the the middle part where the kind of the the middle of the book would meet is higher up than usually on the Gibson, but it's it's a it's a better choice than the uh, the clipped wings style. I see, I see. Yes, that uh, it's a small clearer now. You've de- described it. Yeah, I'm just um, sorry, guys. I'll be with you in two secs. Let me just try and maximise this as much as possible so it's uh, nice and big for you. <laughs> yeah. Um, giggity giggity yeah exactly and I just need to move that down into the images part exactly that and transition there you go so that's uh, on the fly editing there boom no one would no one would ever know Um, if you are in the uh, in the live chat let us know what you think of this uh, this new headstock yeah, so let us know if that said Gibson on it. What would you, would you think it was a Gibson? Um, do you prefer? I, I do actually. Now now I can see it clearly. If I um, yeah, so effectively, it's just like a bigger book. Yeah, yes, <laughs> yeah. It's it's not quite Gibson, and I'm I'm okay with the fact that they've not got just straight gone Gibson and just written Epiphone on the top. Cool with that. Yeah. A lot of people weren't happy with the other um, with the other uh, Epiphone headstock, which was much much bigger. I preferred that, but I prefer, I prefer this. Yeah, well, the 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 big the kind of flared out version of the Epiphone headstock worked really well on the semi hollows because they had it on the on the Sheraton and on the the uh, the dot. Um, but when they tried it on uh, on a, a solid body, and I can't remember which one they did. I think it might have been think, the. Uh, I, th- I the think it was those PRS-looking ones, wasn't it? Yeah, the modern. Yeah, the modern double cut. It didn't look right. Um. So yeah, I think that's a that's a step in the right direction for Epiphone. Um. Whilst we're waiting for some comments back on this, let's talk about the next. Uh, the next in our new series. So yeah, Andy um, Andrew has admitted that there's ten single coil guitars uh, or ten single coils in the room with him, not counting P90s. 
which they should because they are single coils, sir. <laughs> I mean, they are, but I mean, they're only single coils through technicality. No, they're single they... coils. <laughs> There's no getting around the fact that they're single coils. They have one coil. Yes. However, they are big fat magnets and they are wound uh, within an inch of their life. So they yeah, don't right, sound well. Like, for sure. They don't sound like a, a single coil. They sound like a P90. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And I think his uh, his argument against the single coil is not the fact that it is just one coil and it's not Buckingham. It's it's the fact that they sound the way that they do. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. I mean, he's wrong because single coils are absolutely magnifique. Um, I love single coils and I will fight you if you tell me otherwise. So, uh, um, Andy said, uh, this headstock is better than the Fender Swinger headstock. Well, yeah, duh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> of course it is <laughs> yeah 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 okay then taking that on board the Fender Swinger headstock or the old Epiphone headstock oh yeah okay um, throw it in the comments which one do you think yeah let's 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 hear what do you reckon uh the let me put that back up then so we'll go between these two images in fact let me see if i can put both images on so we've got that headstock if i can re resize that one and we'll put actually you know what on its own that doesn't look too shabby what's um, up the 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 Fender one doesn't look too shabby on oh, the arrow. So we're yeah. probably talking the arrow is still going to beat the old Epiphone headstock. There you go, boys and girls. Which one do you think's best? The, the Fender Swinger or the new Epiphone uh, headstock? <sighs> right. No, so, no, you uh, wanted the old Epiphone headstock, didn't I you? I did want the old. People know what the old Epiphone headstock looks like. Edstock. Edstock. Okay. Um, we'll cool. talk about the the Godan radiator whilst we're um, whilst we're doing this. Godan um, so, radiator. No, so I like Go- Godan, but what an awful name! Oh, so uh, this is a, a guitar that was uh, around in uh, I believe it, it it was released in 1999. I actually knew a, a guy who owned a Godan radiator. And it was mental. It was crazy as balls. Um, it was uh, a bright yellow finish, but you couldn't see any of the finish because the scratch plate takes up the entire front of the, the guitar. Uh, it had too many humbuckers, but didn't have a switch to switch between them. They just simply had two uh, two volumes, one for each pickup, so you could blend. You essentially blended them in. But there was no way of switching to a pickup. That's cool. Um, yeah, that it had a universal so cool. control. I mean, it's 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 interesting, but I want to be able to switch instantly from one pickup to another. So it really annoyed the crap out of me. Um, and this this specific version was called. So it was it was the Godan Radiator, but it was called the Radiator Super Cool or something like. That. <laughs> And all the girlies say he's pretty fly. Or a radiator? <laughs> uh, so like, yeah, man, I am so super cool. <laughs> so, yeah, so the new radiator, 
the reissue is the still still got the single cut. Um, it's a chambered body, which I'm not entirely sure the old one was or not. I remember it being relatively light, so it could be maple construction, rosewood board, standard stuff. This one has got two volume and two tone and a switch, so it kind of it fixes that. And it uses full-size buckers this time instead of mini humbuckers, which I I preferred the mini buckers because they they weren't just standard mini buckers as well. They they were like they were half covers and then like had a plastic center, <laughs> so they looked really cool. Uh, whereas these are just kind of standard standard buckers, so it's taken away some of the quirkiness of the. But a bit like Gretsch pickups. Uh, a little bit, yeah, yeah, but it didn't have the pole pieces. Oh, okay. So if you imagine like a gold foil, but instead of like in the center, the the foil, the kind of foil mesh, it it would just be like a solid. It was like a solid grey color or something, as far as I can remember, anyway. Um. So yeah, it was just it was really quirky, and I think a lot of the stuff that they've put on it now has taken that away from it. Um, it's a, a single uh, single tailpiece wrap around bridge, uh, but with adjustable uh, adjustable saddles. But the the thing that really stroke stroke uh, stroke struck me uh, <laughs> really the thing that really strokes me about this uh, the thing that really struck me about this is the I, I believe they're called smart tuners, um, and what they've done is they've adjusted the ratio of each of the tuners. Because, uh, as as you know, thicker strings don't require as precise a tuner because they you you crank them to get um, to get the fine tuning. Whereas uh, tiny strings, the tiniest movement changes the uh, the tuning vastly on those. I think so what the- I think you very much got like the wrong way around. No, no, no. So it's. Uh, the the thicker strings, you don't need to do much on them in order to. Uh, yeah, yeah. It, it, the thicker strings, you tune up, tune up quicker. So if you if you move them just a little bit, you get much more. Um, you get much more difference in tuning. Whereas on the on the thinner strings, you have to really turn them in order to get the get the notes change. But you require finer tuning on the uh, on the higher strings. You, it's it's easier to be out, mm. whereas the the thick ones and they've they've done this with the tuner ratios to, to compensate for that. So you've got uh, an eighteen to one ratio on the base side, but then on the treble you've got twenty six to one ratio. So it it becomes a finer tune. I tell you what, which, I, I, I was thinking of. I was thinking of uh, guitars when I when I put really thick strings on them and tune them down. So I've got uh, an Ibanez uh, guitar over there, an RG Ibanez, and I've got that tuned down to drop C, I think. And mm-hmm. where I, I just move it slightly, and then it's like B, C, you know, and, and so on. Uh, and um, I wonder if that's because the wavelength... No, it can't be because wavelengths longer at lower notes. I don't it know. Is, yeah, yeah, I don't, I don't know then. But I, I so know they, I hardly, I hardly have to move the the tuner at all um, in order to tune it in, um, to, and it's, you just move it slightly, and it's way out on the lower strings. 
But this is this is what the um, what Godan have done. So they've got higher higher ratios on the treble strings, um, and yeah, yeah. I mean, twenty six to one ratio is the 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 finest ratio that I've ever seen. I think the uh, the locking tuners I've got on most of my guitars are nineteen to one, and they are pinpoint precise. A twenty six to one allow will allow for just micro micro tuning. Um, I I was down with that. I thought that was really cool. Um, what's the chat saying about the uh, the headstocks? Have we got any uh, got any comments back on that? Not a sausage. Yeah, I think I think that is because we came off of the uh, the headstocks to pop the picture of this radiator. Nah. Mate, it is winter Ooh. after all. Come on. Right. Um, winter is so coming. Uh, we've we've probably we... got one more in us, haven't we? Yeah, let's talk about a pedal. Come on, we are pedal boards a team. Go on. Go on. Give give us a pedal, Lee. Tell tell me about a, about a pedal. When you run your radiators too much during the winter, you must make sure you have a bit of ventilation. And Whee! here we have the new micro vents yeah so i mean the the original vents are massive um the massive they're also mainstays in that pedal show aren't they uh they they absolutely loved them they i think there was a version two as well which was the mini is that but that's still that's about the size of a a meritenzo sort of uh pedal so still um relatively big um I, I, and now they're doing. Then they're doing it in kind of standard fifteen, not EB style, aren't they? Yeah, they're calling this micro, even though it's like the standard MXR <laughs> yeah. sort of size. So yeah, so it's like the size of this carbon copy. Yeah, but it looks a little bit thinner. Um, maybe like uh, you know how the TC. Uh, sorry, you know how the TC pedals are. Um, their their normal size pedals are a little bit thinner than the average uh, Hammond cases. Aren't they? Yeah. Yeah, he says. Yeah. Buy a tad. You're yeah. not convincing me. Eh? <laughs> going to bloody measure them now, aren't they? No, nah, they, they seem a bit the same. But <laughs> it's... So what what made the um, what made the vent really interesting was you, you had different... Let, let's say what the vent, the vent is to start with. The vent yeah. is... A Hammond organ emulator, but it did it really, really well. And one of the one of the things that the um, the vent did that was really nice. Well, one of the things that Hammond organs did that was very nice is when you went between speeds, they yeah. didn't just go da 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 da. They went da 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 da. Yeah, they ramped up. Yeah, exactly. They ramped up and they ramped down as well. Yeah. And what what the uh, the vent did was it emulated that really really well, and you could have it in stereo as well. So that was great. You could get the spacing, um, and I've I've heard it on a stereo bass rig before. It was wonderful. It really was wonderful. Since then, other companies have started doing that. Okay, yeah. Guess who just joined? Who's this? Say hey, Matt. Hi, Matt. Hi, Matt. said it for you dude um yeah so uh yeah what what made that interesting was that 
single coils are for the uneducated. Oh, look at him. So he's suddenly got a Les, uh, Les Paul and he's like, oh, yeah, 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 single coils, yeah. Didn't you that was just, his mat. Yeah, didn't you buy a telly recently, dude? Single <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, coils are delicious. I shall hear none of this nonsense, Matthew. Yeah, telly's nice as well. It is, it's beautiful. But I'm, I'm glad oh, Matt's come over to the dark side with, uh, with Les Paul. In, in, yeah, literally the dark side, yeah. Oh. Oh. So <laughs> said, and I can't hear you, but I would assume I just got some abuse. <laughs> uh, yep, yep, yep. He knows as well. Uh, so, if we're comparing the, uh, the, the full-size event to these micro-events... What, what features are, are lacking on the on the micro, or, or, or if any? Uh, stereo. So no... say it's, it, it's only mono now. Yeah, there's a there's a black one and a white one, and I don't know what the difference is. They seem to have the same controls, and there's a switch in the middle, um, which I think allows you to choose between uh, different yeah, between the fast and the slow. Different speeds. What did you say? It's not got the ramp, but it's not got the ramp button anymore. It's Ah, select it down the bottom. It says rotary cabinet one one two simulator on the black one, and rotary cabinet sixteen simulator on the uh, white one. Oh, okay. I don't know two different versions. Yeah, I don't know enough about rotary uh, Hammond organs and that sort of thing. I've I've played real ones. I've I've been. Yeah, um, <laughs> so there's a jam night we used to go to every week. Um, we used to go like to a jam night every night, but one of them in particular that we went to every week, um, the uh, this guy once once a year or so would turn up about two hours early and set up his whole Hammond organ with a rotary uh, speaker in tow because he lived right next door to the venue. <laughs> nice. So yeah, he would turn up, and um, I, th- I think he owned the washing machine company that was next door to it as well. So he liked rotary things, and yeah, he, he would uh, rock up with, um, with this thing, and you know, inevitably you, you'd get to play it when you've been going to these bloody jam nights for about like ten years or whatever. You get to know these people, don't you? I, I must admit, I'd love to love to play through a Leslie speaker. Oh, they are they pound you when you're really close to them because it's like it's on off and it's like wom 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 and the the mid frequencies are just absolutely ridiculous they pound your your very body you feel the resonance all the way up through you and that's that's something you just don't get from these pedals because you can't not unless you whack it up something chronic and ruin your your uh your speaker cabs. That's why it was good through the bass rig, I heard, because obviously bass cabs are a little bit hardier. Yeah, they uh, they withstand more of a wattage, don't they? And they've they've got a, uh, a fuller response as well, haven't they? They they tend to because guitar speakers are, are tuned to to make guitars sound good, which shells off some of the 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 bassy bassy end of the frequency spectrum. And smoothens out a bit of the top end as well. Yeah, yeah. I, I've 
think this it depends on what price point they come in do you uh, do you know have you read the article i have not no okay. but, uh so i merely merely clicked on it and went oh that that might be some good news uh yeah, it did say um, something towards um, something within the realm of more information available next year. Uh, maybe it's uh, maybe it's not not quite out yet. Yeah, going to be a NAM release probably. Not that you yeah, usually possibly. get things released at NAM. You usually get things announced at NAM. Oh, guess what? Hello, yes. I think I'm going to get one of those camouflage one of the. Um, the camouflage. Camouflage. Did we even talk about that? Because that's come out as well. Me and Matt do tomorrow. Okay, cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because it it uh, dropped on the on the night that we were doing the podcast, so we thought, uh, why not include it? We yeah. Big shout out to Adrian Thorpe and his new camouflage that he's done in the cohorts with that pedal show. Uh, did you see how quickly they sold out? No, no, no. So I mean. We mentioned the fact that they are run, they had a hundred, was it, uh, for, for sale on the with the that pedal show branded on it. I imagine yeah. they sold it within that day. Have a, have a guess at um, uh, how long exactly? Uh, probably about two hours. Quicker. No. Yep. Go on. Go have, on. Have a better guess. An hour. Quicker. Twenty minutes. Quicker. Ten minutes? Quicker. Five minutes? Quicker. Two minutes? Quicker. A minute? One and a half minutes. Shit, man. That's crazy. That, that's according to uh, what I saw on... Um, that's according to what I saw um, on... Um, 4P's uh, thing I don't know it could have been a joke but it didn't sound like a joke no I mean he's got a, he's got a good <laughs> sense of humour I don't think he'd he'd rely on that for the for the lulls yeah exactly but, um, yeah I don't think it was um, so I'm just sticking a picture up of it that's why I was going quicker quicker I wasn't uh, getting up to <laughs> orgasm or something <laughs> um, yeah, so the picture I've put up where you've got three three brown knobs on the top, and then you've got three cream knobs on the bottom. That isn't how it's going to look. The the, um, the middle uh, two knobs are going to be switched. Yeah, yeah, it's in a V formation, isn't it? And That's then a it, yeah, upside down V. But yeah, um, um, because I I sold my guitar as opposed to selling a couple of pedals and putting a cash tree, I've got a little bit left over. So I think I'm gonna. Um, I think I'm going go, to go the old cover flange. Yeah, yeah. I've I've wanted a decent flanger for ages, and um, according to Dan uh, Steinhardt, uh, this is the um, best. the one, isn't it? Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's an electric get... mysteries, but. We should give Dan a shout Lots out. Pluses, he, he's had some knee surgery done. So um, from the likes okay. of Pedalboards of Doom and Fret Talk, get well soon, Dan. Indeed, yeah. Yeah, yeah definitely. I, uh, I, I watched the uh, the pre-release on the uh, the camouflage and he was he was like a kid in the candy shop about it. Oh, let, so, let's be honest. He is about most, most pedals, isn't he? Yeah, but he's, a, he's a, like a massive fan of the Electric Mistress and he said that this is... It, it was giving him those vibes, but then Ansem because he had, he's got the mix control as well. Yeah, um, which is an absolute essential 
because flange just uh, flange takes over. <laughs> you got away with earlier that- talking about the year that a guitar came out, which was 1969, which was the um, the the swinger. So you you got you got through course, talking yeah. about a swinger that was released in 69, and you didn't mention anything. You mentioned flanger, and you're giggling like a little girl. Yeah, go to pot <laughs> when I mention flange. Oh dear. I used to have a cousin called Angela and we used to call her Flangela when we were kids. <laughs> you mean little bastard. She was bigger than us and she hurt us. <laughs> she... Uh, very, very good on you, Flangela. <laughs> uh, um, and I think that's probably where we where we wrap it for this week because we've, we've got a little bit over time uh, and yeah. that's fine. Uh, and, and we're overlapping things that you've mentioned on the other podcast anyway. So let, let me come Indeed. back to the main screen. Hello, you can see us in our full boobies and all these sort of things. In our, in our full glory. Yes. Right, so yeah, um, how do we end a podcast? Bye. Uh, live stream. We have to mention <laughs> stuff. You are in, you are currently, you're watching this, you are in the Pedal Boards of Doom channel. Um, Give us likes. Give us thumbs up yeah. for the end of the show. Yeah, yeah, do that. Do that. And thanks for all of the people who have been part of the uh, part of the show this week. That has been amazing. Thank you so much for, for joining in. Even if you are uh, interjecting with the, the wrong information about single calls being bad. No, 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 no. Um, but we appreciate it. Um, if you want to catch me online, uh, and as, uh, as one of the chaps mentioned earlier, who wants to catch those No Talk All Tone series which are essentially cutting the bullshit out of uh out of pedal demos and just getting straight to the playing hang on a minute what are you uh, saying I, <laughs> I i mean i i i do those uh those type of pedal demos as well the, the full bullshit pedal demos but i also do the the no bullshit pedal demos um and so if you want to catch those it's youtube.com slash budget pedal chap but you can also catch me screw online screw you yes beautiful thank you <laughs> um, you, you can also catch me online uh, instagram.com and facebook.com slash budget pedal chap um, all of the stuff like if you want to ca- catch up on anything that I do if you're on those three one of the three will mention when something's happening so if I'm doing if a podcast's releasing, if a YouTube stuff's releasing, if there's some Instagram stuff releasing, it will it will go across all of them. So be part of one, and you you won't you won't miss out. Uh, Lee, you are everything. Pedalboards of Doom. Uh, you are the overlord and seer of seer of all in Pedalboards of Doom. Do you know we're approaching um, seventy thousand members very quickly? Um, That's that is scary, I mean, isn't it? We we could get that very easily with the amount of people who apply to be part of pedal boards of doom <laughs> each day. Yeah. However, the admin team are absolutely fastidious in the approach of keeping it quality and not quantity because the we could easily get double double within a week. I reckon. Oh yeah, we we um we we get. Uh, between one to two hundred um, requests a day. You've seen it yourself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, yeah. my uh, my phone now currently informs me of uh, of the craziness that is pedal boards of doom. Uh, so you are you're part of pedal boards of doom. You are also uh, doing work with Tomepedia as well. Yes. Um, 
which uh, is easy to get at, at what website? Is it just tonepedia.com? Tonepedia.com. And look, let's give a big shout-out to this. I know we didn't talk about it at all, but um, I haven't mentioned it at all. But Tonepedia have just changed things around a little bit. And now when you go on the website there are links to most of the products that you can just click buy and it will take you to somewhere where you can buy it. Not from us, but it will take you, like, say, to Anderton's or something like that. So if you like a product... Oh, nice, nice. nice. Yeah, and we've just launched that this week and uh, I forgot all about it. I should have mentioned it because it's been, <laughs> like, taking up most of my life over the last couple of weeks trying to find all these links, not just for the UK, but for the US and other countries and these sort of yeah, things. Yeah. Um, for every single bloody product <laughs> my goodness uh, among other products we've got going on we've also just launched our first um, bunch of amps so uh, we've had a few amps on there but we're really really going into it now so uh, we've got guitars, basses, pedals on there and now you can go in and try out amps and you can try out various different aspects of the amps that's really cool and we've got some mega cool stuff coming very very soon as well which is going to open up a whole world of new stuff for us. Rock and roll. Oh, it is. It's, it's, it's a lot of work, but my God, I enjoy it. Excellent. And that seems like a, as good a place as any to end the podcast. Give Matt um, a shout out because he did join in. Yeah. yeah. Bye, Matt. <laughs> um, if you are a listener as well, don't forget, share, 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 share. If you can share this podcast with one person, who you think will like it, that'll double our, double our listenership, and that would be amazing. Uh, the the giveaways that we do in, on the live shows, uh, we have done uh, giveaways on the, the non-live ones as well, and they they work when we get participation from the from the audience and when we get uh, get our audience growing, because people are more, more likely to want to share with us then. So the more you share, the better it works out for you, um, and that's pretty much our shtick. Uh, so, from myself, Mr. Budgie Pedal Chap, from Mr. Lee, it will be a tatty boy and good night for this week. Goodbye, all. Ta-ra-ra-bit. Bye. 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 Still recording audio. That's good. Motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs>